Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
And we are live. Welcome to the process. It is Monday, February 12th. I am Josh Engelman here to break down a nine game NBA slate. We got a big one today, folks. Hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. What's good, guys? Day after the Super Bowl. Not going to lie. A little tired. A little tired. Little tired. But we're here. A lot to break down today. Should be a good one. Big old slate, though. Nine games. I was really hoping for three. <laughs> Honestly, just some light work today. But we'll take what we can get. Screen's all black. Can you hear me? Screen is black. Uh, it's not black to me. That's sort of the problem here. Give me a second, guys. We're working on this. I'll keep talking through it. Let's see. What do we got here? Straight black screen. Huh. Is that working? Straight black screen still. Okay. Um. Well. It's a little tricky. Hold on. We're going to we'll figure this out. For some reason, let's see here. Right, yeah, so for some reason, it'll grab the background, but it's not grabbing my virtual camera. It's really like on my back end, I see everything. And I it seems like I'm broadcasting fine. But if I remove my virtual not I'm not speaking through it. If I remove my virtual camera, then like I wonder if I can do this really quickly. I'm not gonna be able to do this, but So I'm assuming you're going to be able to see this. Yeah. Hi, guys. So I know you can see this because I'm watching along through YouTube. But here's the problem. What I need to do isn't where I have it right now. <laughs> so I'm not entirely sure that I'm going to be able to keep going here. So let's see if I stop the virtual camera and then start the virtual camera again. Let's see what we can do.
Let's see if that works. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Show me a me. Yay! Gets it. Boom, 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 boom. Now we're in. Now we're in. Now we got what we need. Well, anyway, what's up? <laughs> what's good, people? Oh, man, that was weird. That was a new experience. I honestly thought you guys were just screwing with me. And uh, it, you weren't. You weren't. <laughs> it was just wrong. Oh, all righty. Well, iced coffee is here, which is good. <sighs> what do you guys think of the Super Bowl? I'm not going to lie. The first half hour, no, not half hour. The first half was a dreadful television experience. Every two minutes, the game was off. Really unenjoyable. Usher comes out. We have some fun. Lil John comes out. We turn the we turn the knob all the way to eleven, and then I think it was kind of like pretty fun from the time Lil John from from turn down for what to the end of the Super Bowl. That was the best part for me. That's where I land. I wish there were more games. I wish they could play another season of just Taylor Swift games. That would make me happier than anybody else on the planet. That would make that would be the best thing that I could see. Alicia Keys was fantastic. But while Alicia Keys was fantastic, she doesn't exactly like bring the juice to the crowd. It was just like a really good performance. Lil John just the vol like the whole volume of the world changed for that. But yeah, the only thing that would make me happy is for more Taylor Swift to make the people that aren't happy about it not happy about it. That is the most satisfying part of all of it. More of her to piss people off. I want that a hundred times out of a hundred. My only critique to the Super Bowl. I already tweeted it out. If you're going to get Ludacris and you're going to get Lil John, then you need to play Lovers and Friends. It's you can't just do yeah and not do Lovers and Friends. I don't I don't, I don't like it. Shark killer man, you really need you need therapy or a hobby or something. That's like a different hobby. Yeah, you really do. Sick of looking at her. That's just that is an insane statement to make, man. I, I'm I'm sad for you. You gotta stop letting really normal things uh impact your life like that. Oh man. She ain't doing a halftime show. She's already doing a bigger show every single night across the entire planet. She doesn't need that shit. She'll do the Super Bowl in like a decade. I know he's more of a basketball guy, but at some point in time, Drake has to do it, right? I think. We had this conversation of like, who's gonna, who's next? Who hasn't done it? Who... Um. 
who do we need to see in the future? I feel like Drake's more of a NBA All-Star dude, but NBA All-Star doesn't really do it the same way. <laughs> we tried going through a, a giant list. Yeah, I mean, Jay-Z has already shouted out in a song that he won't do the Super Bowl. So I don't know. It's hard to think about people with the catalog. Uh, Ed Sheeran was one that I felt pretty confident about sometime in the future. Yeah, uh, Coach Chris. So I said, I said Wayne doing it would be amazing because he's got the catalog for it for sure. But there's a lot left. Like it's if Ursher can get it. I needed some very, uh, I ended up having like a pretty relatively close to break even day. Like I wasn't down a ton. Um, Blacksmith, let me, let me hit you that in a second. Uh, I'm going to see T-Pain in like three months at home. Um, I don't know what I was about to say. It couldn't have been that interesting. So I'll just skip it. <laughs> T-Pain, T-Pain's playing in Wilmington in April. So I'm going to go see that. Shark killer. That's a that's a really weird way to write that, man. Um, I mean, you do you. You sound insane. In no world should you ever be like, man, I'm tired of looking at that woman. She's been shown for 90 seconds. That's a that's a that's a bizarre take, man. That's a really bizarre take. Lil Wayne is really bad live. This isn't really like a live show, though. That's just going to be a 15-minute party. It's going to be like a power hour of Lil Wayne's hits. All right, let's get into basketball because we've got nine games ahead of us. We're going to be here for a while, so let's get into it. I've been sipping coffee. It's the day after the Super Bowl, guys. I went to bed at midnight and got up now or at 5, so we need to do something. Cheers to y'all. Rise and grind. Let's do this basketball thing today. Hmm. All right, here we go. First game up. Wrong one. Another wrong one. There we go. First one up. Indiana Pacers. They are... I got to move some windows around. Okay, that window. This needs to go away. That can get minimized. That can stay there. Now we're good. Indy, 11-point favorites in Charlotte, 238 total for the Pacers. Halliburton questionable. Jalen Smith out. Walker is also questionable for his G League assignment. Let's get Jalen Smith out of there. Let's get Miles Turner up to 28 minutes. We're going to take Isaiah Jackson to 18 Hmm. <laughs> Let's think through some of this a little bit, at least. So we have no healed here anymore. This is going to be a long show. I guess Halliburton's minutes can come back up a little bit more. 
He's played 30 again after playing 29 a couple games ago. I think we can bump him up to 29. I think we can bump McConnell to 18. They didn't play Ben Shepard last game. Oh, yeah, they've got McBuckets now. That matters. So let's get... I, that's that's going to be one of the big pieces of this um, of this run through for the show. We got to get everybody added to their proper teams, and that will take a little bit of time. So we get McBuckets out there. I think we're mostly good. I'm going to say that they start giving McBuckets some real minutes. The rest of this I seem seems pretty okay. I also don't assume that we're gonna get much here from the Pacers. Let's go to the Charlotte side. Now the Hornets have no Lamello ball. Uh Cody Martin probable, no Mark Williams. So this is kind of standard. I am gonna reproject this one a little bit because they've been weird lately. Um they also have a bunch of new dudes that I need to add to the team. So we got to get Bertans, Curry, and Me Bertans, Curry, Misich, and Trey Mann. So let's handle that one. Good God. Charlotte just turned over like an entire team and they were already awful. All right. So Davis Bertans. Apparently, I have not gotten rid of off of Dallas yet. Nope. Apparently, I just deleted his name. Did I really do that? All right, we can get rid of Christian Coloco. So, Davis. Where the hell is Bertans hiding? Oh, he was on OKC. Why did I think he was on Dallas? <laughs> uh, Bertans. We move him to Charlotte. We move Trey Mann to Charlotte. I guess I just didn't do this one because OKC didn't play. We move Misich to Charlotte. And then for Dallas, we do Curry. Okay, that's where the the overlap came from. There we go. Okay, so that's the Charlotte side. Now we can handle the minutes because those dudes all played. Like, who else am I, who else am I missing for this team? Oh, yeah, Grant Williams. Fuck it. It's going to be one of those mornings. There we go. Slowly building it out. So now we're going to get... I got to look at their rotation from their last game, obviously. So they played on the 10th. They won by 9. They started Mann, Miller, Martin, Bridges, and Richards. Grant Williams, Curry, Misich, Berton. Their entire bench were four new dudes. And they beat what is obviously a shit Grizzlies team. So, Trey Mann got 27 minutes. I think that seems spot on for what I'm going to give him today. Then you get Brandon Miller, who played 31. But obviously, we're going to go to a little bit more than that. Uh, next up is going to be Cody Martin. Twenty-seven for Cody Martin. 
played 28. It all seems fine. Bridges goes in for his 38. I mean, we obviously know that one's not really going anywhere. Actually, 37 probably feels a little bit more correct here. And then we get Nick Richards for 30. Shark Killer, you didn't say, I don't really listen to her music. You said, I don't want to look at her face, man. You sound like uh, an insane person. It's just a human being on a television, man. If that's getting you so mad, you, you got to figure something out. You want to just be like, yeah, I don't, I don't dig her music. Sure. But like to not want to see somebody on a television screen for 30 seconds is a, it's just, it's a sad take, man. All right, Grant Williams off the bench, played 32. Certainly could be playing like 28 a night. So let's dump 28 onto him. We got 20 out of Seth Curry. Feels like 18 is probably a little bit more likely there. Misich got 26 off the bench. So he also played alongside Trey Mann. Now we're not going to 26 on Misich, but 24 sounds about right. And then Bertans even got 12 minutes, so. I'll drop those 12. That's nine. That's just about every minute. Now, they are more likely to get destroyed here. So I'm just going to hide those final five on Bryce McGowan's once I hash this out. So I guess Grant Williams was largely the backup center. And by largely, I mean strictly. Then we're going to move some of Bridges down. Yeah, we'll hide the rest on McGowan's. The real problem here is rates. But I guess if we think about it, like Trey Mann's not a usage guy all that much. Grant Williams isn't. I don't really think I actually have to move anybody else around. Misich, I'm not worried about. Bertans, I'm not worried about. I think I could actually hold most of the... Other than Cody Martin's assist rate. That needs to go away, but... I assume Brandon Miller and Miles Bridges are just going to continue to dominate the ball. Brandon Miller's points prop is 19 and a half juice to the over bridges is 25 to the under so these guys i guess are really bringing that down didn't totally expect that if i cut everybody's usage rate does that just hash out the problem brings miller down to 21 brings bridges basically to where he should be richards at 11 and a half i have him at 14 and then trey man at 11 Nobody on this team should be pulling, like, giant usage, though. Man, Misich, Williams, and Curry. None of those guys are that guy. I'm going to keep everything I have right now. I'm going to over-project Charlotte a little bit compared to everybody else, I think. Let's take a look at it. First game up. Uh, Pacers... Isaiah Jackson's 3,500. If we think that he's playing the backup center run, he's going to be a really good value option today. 
just 3,500 for 18 minutes at 1.15 fantasy points per minute. That's really good. You know, you're probably looking for something in the, in the like 28 to 30 range. Not much else though for the Pacers, but the Turner's fine at 6,100. Certainly looks a little bit better with no Jalen Smith. I think you, you probably get an extra minute out of him. And Siakam's okay, and Halliburton's okay, and Nemhard's okay. Nemhard at 4,300, even at that shitty rate, is at least a reasonable value option. For Charlotte, I really like Nick Richards. I, it seems I have him over-projected by quite a bit. I don't know what I would do to remove that. I only have him at 16% usage. I'm at nine rebounds. Maybe we're trying to say that's a little bit high. I, I don't see it. I kind of like Charlotte today. I have a sneaky suspicion I'm going to have Charlotte, somebody from Charlotte in prize picks. 4,600 for Trey Mann. That looks pretty good to me. Although, oh, that's a rebound prop. I was like, I have his assists. I'm way off. I'm way light on his assists. Yeah, Trey Mann looks really good. Trey Mann looks really good. I'm going to bump that assist. You know what? I'm not even going to bump that assist right up. He just looks good. I kind of like Nick Richards today at 5,800. Now, he's been at 0.9 fantasy points per minute, and I have him well more than that. But, like, let me pull this. Let's pull some rates. I know you can't see anything on the screen right now. I'm working on that. There it is. Man, we're going to be here for a while today, working our way through this stuff. We need some games where, like, we don't have changes. In games where... Brandon Miller starts, Miles Bridges starts, and Nick Richards starts. And I want to say... Lamelo off and Terry Rozier off. All right, they're one in twenty-four in these situations. Yikes! Um, oh, I gotta probably take PJ Washington off here too, don't I? Fourteen and a half percent usage rate for Nick Richards. All right. Well, I'll bring it down a hair, but that doesn't really help me for a lot of this scenario. Because Bridges should be... Well, Bridges stays where he's at. Brandon Miller, I feel like I have under-projected. It's only going to get worse with, like, P.J. Washington. Yeah, I don't have any other changes to make. I kind of like Charlotte today. I'm just going to put that out there. Just going to put that out there. All right, next up, Philly. 10-point dogs in Cleveland, 228 total. At least we know that we don't have to do anything here for Philly unless we expect um, Kyle Lowry to be available today, which for right now, I don't. Now, we do got to get Maxi back in because uh, I projected all of this one last time that they played. So let's get 37 minutes to Maxi. I'll get 
backup point guard run to campaign. We'll get Paul Reed in for 26. That seems about right to me. We'll get Mo Bamba in for 15. Was that a DNP CD on Bamba on the second half of that back-to-back? Maybe Philly's not as easy as I thought they'd be. They did beat Washington by six. They started Maxi, Heald, Harris, Oubre, and Reed. S&P, thank you. Ron, I did. Congrats, man. That was sick. It was awesome to see, man. Awesome to see. All right, Buddy Healed. Yeah, Buddy Healed's just playing massive minutes right now. That's just happening. I'm going to drop him in for 35. I'm going to drop Ubre in for 33. I'm going to drop Toby in for 35. So off the bench, they went Payne, KJ Martin, Ricky Council. Now, interesting that KJ Martin is going to get so much more run. Like, why didn't they just play him out of, play them ahead of Daniel House earlier? But anyway, seems like we're going to get a decent chunk of playing time out of Martin. So let's give him 16. We got a bunch of playing time out of campaign, so I guess I'm going to give him a little bit more. It leaves me 24 minutes. Is it Ricky Council again? I guess it is, right? Philly's got the Q tag on Mo Bamba. No Batum, no Covington, no Embiid, no Melton. I guess this is just going to be Ricky Council again. Who played 29 minutes last time out. And they closed Maxi Healed Harris Ubre Council. They closed with Tobias Harris at the five? Huh? I guess you could do that against the Wizards and Marvin Bagley. And they closed with Bilal Kula. They closed with Kuzma, so might as well. All right. I guess that makes some sense. Let's take Council to 18 minutes. And then I will leave these final six minutes for I don't really care who. Let's take a look at rates because Philly's going to be a little bit different. Yeah, this is going to be a long one, folks. Yeah, Ron, you were good to go, man. Congratulations. I hope that felt good. I'm sure it did. All right, Buddy Heald should be around 14 points. I appear to be too high there. Let's delete everything. Cool. Now, Maxi needs to come back up. Let's get Maxi in for close to 26. Toby should be around 20. Rest of these guys probably hashed themselves out. Ubre should be at like 15 and a half, 16. That locks me in at Buddy Heald, and I assume that locks me in on Paul Reed. It does. Perfect. 
assist rates probably don't really move around. A, you know, campaign don't really need to go too crazy there, and he'll be off the bench. I could delete Buddy Healed. Harris should be around four assists. All right, yeah, we're a little, little heavy there. Perfect. Maxi around five and a half. Perfect. All right, we should be good to go on the Philly side. And they're not going to look all that good against Cleveland. S&P. Yes, very true there. Although, I, I want to add, I thought Romo called like a really like good game when he was like... Uh, I like watching... I, and like this is just an opinion, but like I like watching him call out motion and detail out the plays. It's sort of like the analytics version of the things that I like. Like, that's what I want to know. I'd, I'd rather him just be able to do that the entire game. Like, I wish I could watch that feed. I wish I could watch Tony Romo talk through the Amazon next-gen stats feed. I think that would be amazing to watch. But I understand not liking Romo, who's a part of the three-hour broadcast. Now, on the Cleveland side, we probably don't have too much that we need to move around here. Uh, they didn't really do much. I think Zaire Smith is now on a different team, so I'm going to delete that Cleveland piece. I forget who signed him, but it, it's definitely not Cleveland. Um, do I need to bump Garland's minutes up? He's just kind of playing 28 at night. No, I'm good. Cleveland's fine. Philly. Yeah, nothing looks good here for Philly. Number two defense in Cleveland, 25th in pace. This is a terrible spot for the Sixers. Bad implied total. Uh, you know, 4.6x value on most of these guys. You're mostly ignoring them. For Cleveland, pretty much the same thing. I think $7,200 Jared Allen is still very in play. Um, Mitchell's fine. Isaac Okoro is sort of okay, which kind of makes me want to take a minute away from him. I'm going to do that just so I don't want Isaac Okoro to be a thing. But Jared Allen's your best option. He's just mildly uninteresting because of the position he plays. Donovan Mitchell's fine, too. All right, I'm going to say something dumb, guys. But I want to get a thought process here because I've been thinking about it. If, if you could have a guy in the booth with an unquestioned line of communication to the quarterback. So someone, call, call it an offensive coordinator, in the booth in, we'll say Patrick Mahomes here, but it doesn't matter. Would a person that plays Madden be really good at coordinating that game? If they had a view, if they were able to just have a view in front of them of the real field like a Madden screen. I feel like a like the best Madden player would succeed as like a play caller. If they could just use Pat Mahomes or whatever quarterback as like their avatar. Just like basically doing the Tony Romo pre-stab things 
from above because like that's obviously that's what Romo can, Romo has the ability to see the entire field and all of the people from a better view. So he sees things and can shout them out because they're very obvious from that like spatial awareness. It'd be interesting. Anyway, game three. But Bushy, the quarterback then doesn't... I mean, the the quarterback is getting those reads from above. Larry, is that real? I get that. Look, as that, as that game gets... Yeah, too many. Unless you're experienced, you can't. Yeah, I mean, these look. This is sort of like uh, learning poker by playing online and playing sixteen tables at a time. Like the best Madden people, I would imagine, if they sat down and were reading pre-snap defenses, like would pick that up really quickly. Obviously, you need that free line of communication. He has to be able to hear everything you're saying. But, like, it's the same reason that they should have the person. Like, there should be a person on the sideline that's only in that can only manage time. And that person has to come from video games. Because we know it better than anybody else knows it. Yeah, so, Steven, like, that part I'm aware of. I get that. But that is the part that I'm trying to, like, change to make my point work. Could the best Madden players use real-life human beings in the same way? I think the answer is largely yes. If you can make the communication happen in, like, a full, like, no matter what, everybody hears what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Every every single team should have one of the best kids, one of the best players in Madden be there be in charge of all of their time. To be fair, I don't think anybody knew the rules for OT last night. <laughs> Even when they showed them, I was confused by the end of the quarter. Anyway, Chicago Bulls. On a day where I have no reason to run long, I'm just like, hey, you know what would be interesting? If Madden players controlled human beings. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Chicago Bulls, four-point dogs in Atlanta, 236 total. Uh, what do we got for Atlanta today? Or what do we got for Chicago here, I guess? Caruso questionable. Torrey Craig probable. Levine out. Patrick Williams out, Kobe White probable. So, same thing we normally get here for these guys, it seems. Chubbs, the problem is they'd be right. That That's really the issue here. At, at the very least, from a time management perspective, they would be a billion percent right. John, never. 
Never in the morning. Never in the morning. So how much Drummond plus Vooch are we getting? All right, so they did go to OT, 43-17. That's 60. So they played eight, seven, eight minutes alongside of each other here. Then they obviously played a shit ton the game before that, and the game before that was the one that they started. We got to give at least some sort of extra chunk of time to Andre Drummond here. I don't know, 19 minutes? That sounds about right. The rest of these guys were not really moving around. I got 36 for Vooch. 39 for Kobe White. 32 for Caruso. 39 for DeRozan. I should probably go to 37 on Vooch. Not a lot to change here for Chicago. That's pretty set in stone. Yeah, he only played 17 against Orlando, but Vooch played 43, including overtime. That's 60. So even if you take that overtime run away, that's still 55 minutes of the 48. So they played seven alongside of each other. Mr. Wade, that's a really good point. Look, we're just going to see it happen. It's no different than... Sabermetrics in baseball, it's no different than the analytics movement in basketball. Like, eventually, you're going to get the smartest people doing the most optimal strategies in the places that they need to be because it's the only edges that you can find left that are very easy to grab. Like, the moment you start finding that edge and you start doing it and everybody starts repeating you, that, that's when it starts to really snowball. But it'll get bigger and bigger. Or you, or when you don't do it, you become a franchise that gets left, left behind. It's the most adaptable ones that are going to be like, you know what, we need to do this, this, and this. All right, for the Hawks, still no Clint Capella. Bruno Fernando is probable. Uh, everybody else that's normally available is available. Uh, I didn't have Murray in for their last game, so we need to get him back in. We're going to go ahead and pop 37 minutes onto Trey Young. We are going to get 36 minutes onto DeJounte Murray. We'll get a Kongwu in for 33. Get Bruno Fernando in for 14. We'll get Jalen Johnson in for 36. We'll get Sadiq Bay in for 33. DeJean, or, uh, DeAndre Hunter in for 21. We get Bogdanovich in for 29. One final minute gets hidden on Garrison Matthews. Nothing easier than projecting the Atlanta Hawks. All right. Game three, Bulls. Ooh, okay. All right, so the Bulls are taking big advantage of a matchup against the Hawks, which I guess we shouldn't be surprised by. $7,500 $7, Kobe White. 
really, really good. $7,600 DeMar DeRozan, really, really good. I'm okay getting to Caruso. I'm okay getting to Vooch. Dasunmu would be fine, but Kobe White and DeMar DeRozan both look really good today. Really good. Really, really good. Now, it should be way worse for Atlanta because Chicago plays at the 30th ranked pace, whereas Atlanta is fifth. This is going to be a pretty bad spot for the Hawks. Yeah, pricing's okay. It's Bogdanovich, Murray, Jalen Johnson, Trey Young, all guys you can get to, but the Bulls side of this one looks a lot better. A lot, a lot better. Larry, have you watched it before? Friday Night Lights, man. One of my favorite shows of all time. Name my dog after that show. San Antonio Spurs, six-point dogs in Toronto, 234 total. Uh, everybody that's normally available here is available. And then on the Toronto side, same scenario. Oh, Larry, such a great show. Such a great show. And since you're already on season three, you've watched the worst part of it, which was season two. Home season three, great. Season four, great. You're in you're in you're in good shape right now. Uh are they really like not playing Zach Collins? Sorta. Who the who did they play on the 10th? Was it a, that big of a blowout? Is that why Zach Collins didn't play? They didn't go to Collins in the second half. I guess because it was basically over. They went to Barlow. Hmm. Interesting. I don't think that's a long-term goal here. I actually don't think I'm really moving these guys around all that much. The amount of minutes that Keldon Johnson plays is really weird to me. Yeah, I don't really think I want to move anything here for San Antonio. I'm just going to keep that rotation. I don't think we're going to like much either. On the Toronto side, should be a team that's at full strength-ish. Uh, let's get those guys out of there. I got to move people to the team. All right, so we got to get Kelly Olynyk and Akbaji. Onto this team now. Slowly but surely getting these updated rosters updated. So we get Kelly Olinick to Toronto. We get Oshayak Baji to Toronto. We delete this rotation. We get 33 minutes out of Quickly. We get 28 minutes out of Gary Trent. We get 34 minutes at R.J. Barrett, 36 out of Scotty Barnes. Jake Puddle gets you to 28. Now, Toronto got the shit kicked out of them by Cleveland. Olenek, 
did play alongside of Jakobertel a little bit in the first half. And then they closed the second half with ostensibly Scotty Barnes at the five. Uh, in the second half, Kelly Olinick. they never brought Jakobertel back in because it was over. Okay. Interesting center rotations here. I mean, I guess we're going 20 minutes to Kelly Olinick. That makes some sense. Bruce Brown got 20 minutes. Akbaji played, I don't know, seven, 16, I guess. Something in that neighborhood. Grady Dick, other part of the rotation, played 22 minutes. Wasn't the blowout run. 20 seems a little bit more reasonable. Who's the backup point guard? I guess like Scotty Barnes or Bruce Brown. Barnes was on the floor every minute that quickly wasn't, as was Bruce Brown. Okay. So in those situations, I guess like Grady Dick is, or Gary Trent is like the pseudo one. Now, I don't really think I need to move rates around for Olinick and Akbaji. So I think this probably just holds for Toronto. Now, this is a great spot for Toronto. So they might end up showing up decently. RJ Barrett points prop looks fine. Scotty Barnes points prop looks fine. Quickly's looks very, very, very high. Why does that keep happening? I keep being like three points high of Quickly's rates, but there's nothing to show me that I should be getting something lower. Like Quickly's played 580 minutes in starts for Toronto. Is a 22.5% usage rate. Like that's that's what I'm giving him. And the assist rate's the same, too. Is his, like, has he just been wildly inefficient? 54% true shooting. He's shooting 44% from three. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to be high on Emmanuel quickly. So for San Antonio, you got Wemby at 8,900, continuing to be, you know, a double-double plus five stocks type guy. $6,500 Devin Vassell playing more minutes than he normally does. I got him in for 35. I mean, if he's ever going to play 35 against Toronto, it's probably more likely. Kind of like Vassell today. Might have him a hair over projected. Trey Jones, Jeremy Sohan, both okay for Toronto. $4,200 Gary Trent. If his points props really around 13 and a half, that's going to feel good. All right, it's around 12. Might be a, a, a skosh high on Gary Trent. I'm going to take a minute from him. But still, looks good. Happy to get to Trent. By the way, 170 people in here. Hit that thumbs up. We're going for an hour. We're probably going to have another half hour easy here. 
if not more. So we're not going anywhere. I like Scotty Barnes for 8,500. You get that guard forward eligibility and a really nice matchup. I'm continuing to be way over on Emmanuel quickly. His points prop is somewhere in that like 18 and change range. I'm at 20, but I don't see the spot where I would get away from that. His assist prop is six and a half juice to the under. I have 5.8. So I like quickly. I like Barnes. I like Gary Trent, but I think I would rank them Barnes quickly. Barrett, Trent, and Pirtle. Hard to not want to get to the Toronto side. Uh, Yaka Pirtle, revenge narrative? Maybe? You guys could have that conversation. Let's get to the next one. The New York Knicks, four and a half point favorites in Houston. 222 total. I assume this one's a problem. Ananobi out. Randall out, Mitchell Robinson out, Jericho Sims is probable. Okay, Isaiah Hartenstein's questionable. I just assumed he was going to be out. But he's only questionable. That's kind of surprising to me. He did miss the most recent game, obviously left early on the 8th. Now we need to get Alec Burks and... Boyan over to the Knicks. So let's move Burks to the Knicks and Boyan to the Knicks. Which is easy. Okay. So let's think this through. I, I have to project Hartenstein in. I don't... Why is he... I have to project him in because he's questionable. I just have to. There's... For right now, we have to. So he's going to get 33 minutes. Um, Brunson's going to get... 37. What did Burks play in the opener? Burks got 22. Boyan got 33. Did Boyan start? I figured he would, just size-wise. They lost by 14. They went Brunson, Achua, DiVincenzo. Oh, no, they started Taj Gibson, obviously. No way they're doing that again. How the hell do you start Taj Gibson on purpose there? Knowing you're willing to play Boyan 33 minutes. In what universe does that make sense? Hold on. Yeah, that's in, that's insane. That is insane. All right. So I'm guessing... Man, who's going to start here? All right. So DiVincenzo obviously is going to continue to play, you know, 37 minutes a night. Do they go Hart, Boyan, Center? Do they go Hart Precious Center? I don't really have a great feel of who's going to start here. It probably doesn't matter. That's that's probably the better piece here. 
say we're going to get, you know, 37 minutes out of Precious Achua once again. Seems like we're going to get Taj for, you know, somewhere in that 18 range. I feel like 30 for Boyan has to happen. I also feel like 36 for Josh Hart has to happen. And that leaves me 12 for Deuce McBride. Now that could all change. Uh, that doesn't get me any Alec Burks. Okay, so then there's no reason that Todd, if, if Hartenstein plays, oh yeah, Sims is here too. If Hartenstein plays, then I don't think that we see Sims or Gibson. If Hartenstein plays, 37 minutes to Brunson, 12 to Deuce McBride, 36 to Hart, 37 to Vincenzo, 30 to Boyan, 37 to Precious, 33 to Hartenstein, 18 to Burks, eight-man rotation. I think that makes a lot of sense. I don't think Sims or Gibson play if Hartenstein's in. Now, if Hartenstein's out, then obviously you probably get both of them, or at least you get Sims plus more minutes to Deuce McBride, but this makes the most sense to me. I think the rest of these rates are all okay. Now I'm hoping we've got some points props here for New York. Uh, we kind of do. Brunson's at around 31. It's exactly where I have him. DiVincenzo's around 19. Way high here on DiVincenzo. Which I guess is a boy-on thing more than anything else. If I bring that usage rate down... That should be about good. And then Josh Hart's around 10. Yeah, way high on Josh Hart, too. All right. That's going to be New York for right now. For Houston... No Adams, no Eason. Questionable tag on Shengun. Still no Van Vliet. And now no Cam Whitmore. So let's get Cam Whitmore out of there. Um, one second, folks. Something's going on here. That's being a little weird. Because if Shangun's questionable, I got to be projecting him in, and that should make this look a little bit different on my back end, and I don't know why it's not. Shit. 
Ron, is it really? Is it, Ron, is it really your birthday? I'm going to wait on this one for a very specific reason. Yeah, okay, I did have that wrong. Interesting. Say it again. Ron, is it your birthday? What do you mean, say it again? <laughs> oh, chat, I'm about to ruin this. I'm about to ruin this. Happy birthday, Ron. Okay. I didn't want to talk about this. I don't like talking about it. Well, I'm going to do this anyway, Ron. For you, since you're here all the time. And uh, picked up the big win last week. Can we not talk about this for... By the way, can we not talk about this for the rest of the day? I, I want to put a pin in this. Don't bring this to the strategy show or deeper dive. I don't want to deal with it because I don't care. Ron, it is not just your birthday today. It is also mine. So let us stick together today, Ron. Let us stick together. Cheers to you, man. Happy birthday. And I'm not screwing around, I swear. <laughs> if there's a way that I could... I'm not showing you guys my driver's license, but trust me. <laughs> so... That's fun. I wouldn't have said a word if that wasn't the case, but Ron, that's kind of fun. But I don't like celebrating it, so all y'all shut the hell up about it <laughs> later today. All right. Let's figure out this uh, Houston Rockets team. Hold on, guys. <laughs> Ramsey, thank you. Everybody, thank you. Obviously, everybody, thank you. I would not have brought that up otherwise. All right. uh, not too much to change here for Houston other than accounting for Cam Whitmore being out. Oh, Ramsey, I actually remember that. Uh, I, I hope that I win it today, but if you run it back again, that would be great. Let's hopefully it works out for me today. That would be the my preferred outcome, but and I wanted to hit this. True rages. How does Shingun being in or out affect my projection on how much I like Precious? Zero. Essentially zero. You know, like the you know, Houston's less likely to win, so New York gets projected for slightly more points, and that's incremental to Shingun, but like it won't or incremental to uh precious but it has no real impact yeah ron it's 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 not really on my radar either 
I'm not a big celebrate guy. Never have been. Oh, speaking of. <laughs> uh, interesting. I got. <laughs> oh, Ron, you're you're a little bit ahead of me. You're a little bit ahead of me. I'm 39, and I just got a text from one of my best friends. He said, "Happy birthday, bud! Enjoy your last year before the jaws of 40 close on you." This is a guy that also just turned 40 um, on Friday, so I sent him a text about going and getting a colonoscopy. <laughs> so there's that too. All right, I got to spread. 11 minutes here and 12 minutes here. Not much to love here for Houston. Not too much to look like on Houston. So let's look at the Knicks. Hartenstein, if he's in, Brunson. There's not much to like for New York if Hartenstein plays. If Hartenstein doesn't play, then the center position probably creates some value. Or maybe not the center position, but like you get something probably out of like Deuce McBride or Burks or something. Not much to like for the Knicks. And not really that much to like for Houston. If Shangun plays at 9K, he's the guy that I'm looking at the most. Probably don't have anything else from Houston. These guys' prices aren't ideal any longer. Like, you've already got Amin Thompson priced up to 6700 That's We're where we need to be. Let's get to game six. New Orleans Pelicans. Eight and a half point favorites in Memphis, 222 total. For the Pels, Q tag Zion, Q tag Zeller, no Dyson Daniels, which probably doesn't matter all that much. Uh, 24 minutes to Joval, 20 to Nance, 32 to Zion, 25 to Trey Murphy. We get 17 to Najee Marshall. I have to sneeze so bad right now. Man, that was great. That was great. Fantastic sneeze, man. The good stuff. Pretty easy to project this Pels team at this point. We don't really mess around too much. Um, yeah, we're good there. Pels are already set in stone. We go to Memphis. Oh, God, I'm so sick of this team. Are they the ones that signed Zyre Smith? I don't know. It's a, who cares? No, no Bain, no Clark, no Laravia, no Morant, no Rose, no Smart, no Zaire Williams. 
No chance I give a shit about this team. No, just got a text from my dad. I got to text him back. All right, done. All right, Memphis. Uh, I feel like I'm missing someone from Memphis. Rose Gilliard. Oh, yeah. Uh, do they have a new person? Do... Where is Memphis? I don't mean literally. Don't nobody answer it like that. Uh, okay, I got to get Lamar Stevens involved here, I guess. Lamar Stevens and Yuta Watanabe. Uh, okay, all right. Let's get let's get Watanabe and Lamar Stevens. Added to this team. So we'll move Lamar Stevens from Boston. Have I moved Watanabe from Phoenix yet? Yes. And that's going to be Memphis. Okay. This... Stupid, stupid, stupid team. Who played for them the last time that they were out there? Memphis got beat by nine against Charlotte. We got Aldama, Conchar, Jackson, Gilliard, Williams. Sure. Uh, so we'll get Triple J out there. 33 minutes. We'll get Aldama for 29. We get Vince Williams for 34. We get uh, Pippen's not on the injury report, so it, it's got to be a, a two-way thing for him if he's not available. So we'll see there. Uh, we got to get the rest of this lineup in here. So Gilliard, I don't know, playing 22 minutes. 24 minutes, maybe. It's not like he has to get a ton of time. They, they don't seem to give a shit. Because they close with real people. And then the other starter is Conchar, who played 34 last time out. I feel like somewhere around 30 is probably the right move there. So now, Trey Jamison played backup center. And he played every second that Jaron Jackson wasn't on the floor. So Trey Jamison's getting 15 minutes right here. And then, Derrick Rose is not going to be available for this one. 
Gigi Jackson played 26 minutes and closed over Jacob Gilliard. At the very least, he's getting like some sort of... Let's get Kennard for 24. I want to go to like 22 on Gigi Jackson. That's it. So now we're at eight. I'm going to assume if Pippen's not on the injury report that he's available. At which point, I don't know, 18 minutes for him. And I'm going to do like 11 to Lamar Stevens. I don't trust this team. Not at all. For the Pels, if I'm going anywhere, it's $7,300 Zion. Um, CJ and BI are fine, but if all those guys are in, it's just never interesting. For Memphis, you know, I will continue to be interested in an $8,300 Jaron Jackson if he is going to be the only guy with a real pulse on the Grizzlies. His points prop for today is 26 and a half. It's exactly where I have him. Uh, Aldama for 5,500 is, is certainly interesting. Power forward center. Both of those guys are the two priorities from Memphis. There are no other priorities after that. Three games to go. Denver Nuggets, one-point favorites in Milwaukee. Uh, assuming everybody is in, this is as easy as it gets, projecting the Nuggets. And at the very least, I'm assuming it's Q-Tags. Denver, Q-Tag, KCP, probable tag, MPJ. So it's even easier than that. And then for Milwaukee, Giannis probable, Dame probable, Middleton still out. So very easy to project this Denver Nuggets team. We go 35 minutes to Jamal Murray. We go 35 minutes to Nikola Jokic. We go 32 to Aaron Gordon. We go 32 to, M uh, to MPJ. And then we go 33 to KCP. We pop Reggie Jackson in for 21. Christian Brown for 17. DeAndre Jordan gets a brief amount of rotation. We get Peyton Watson for 21. That leaves me four additional minutes, which I will hide on Justin Holiday. And then for Milwaukee. Pretty much the same team. So we've got 33 for Brooke. I'll go 32. We'll go 26 to Portis. 36 to Giannis. 31 to Crowder. Did Crowder played dumb minutes recently? No. 31 to Crowder maintains. Uh, Patrick Beverly, I reckon, is about to get a couple extra minutes. What did he play in his debut? 12. 18 to Connaughton, 32 to Beasley. Probably not. Bring him down to 30. Get him to 16. We'll actually get Bev to 18. Bring down AJ Green a little bit more. That should cover me for Milwaukee. 
Pippin is not inactive. That is not that's not a true statement. Unless he is fully out of his 50 games, but he would he should still be listed on their injury report. Let's find out. I don't think he's been up that long. Okay, when was Charlotte's or when was Memphis's last game? Memphis's last game was the 10th. What is his injury designation? For that day. Because that, that's the answer to this one. 6 p.m. injury report on the 10th when Memphis played. Pippen out G League 2A. He's not on the injury report right now. So he is active for today by all accounts. That can change. But there is no designation on today's injury report. Whereas he was listed as out for his 2A last time out. That's all that matters. At this moment, based on the NBA injury report, Scottie Pippen Jr. is unequivocally active. Yeah, correct. Anyway, Milwaukee and Denver. Yeah, you get, you can be active for 50 games. And I doubt he's been active for 50 games at this point. So they have active days, but when they don't have to use him, they won't use him. All right, for Denver, I like Jamal Murray. I assume I have his points over projected because I tend to. His points prop is currently sitting at 23 and a half juice to the under. I have more than that. I will bring his usage rate down. Oh, these usage rates are jumped or juiced for MPJ being out. Now I remember. So then we can get Murray down to where he belongs. Jokic is probably overprojected. He is much better. KCP's doesn't move. Aaron Gordon's probably does. 12 and a half. Yeah, way too high. Perfect. That should look a little bit better. Still Murray, at least a little bit, but not a crazy amount. It's Murray and Jokic and nothing else. It's a shame against Milwaukee, too, wasting a good spot. And then on the Milwaukee side, it's Giannis, it's Dame, it's Brooke Lopez, it's Jay Crowder. No standout options here. Little surprise, but bad matchup against Denver. Wizards are two touchdown dogs in Dallas, 248 total. 
What do we need to know for these guys? Oh, is Gafford back? That will matter. Jules Bernard out. Isaiah Livers out, which means Gafford is back, which means... Nope, Daniel Gafford is not on the Wizards anymore. Ooh, Dallas. Daniel Gafford revenge narrative. Daniel Gafford revenge narrative. Forgot he's not on the team anymore. This is a Bagley show, I guess. <laughs> okay, let's get Bagley in for 28. No, can't be. 26. 26 feels most correct. Gafford revenge narrative here. I'm sure he's so happy. <laughs> Let's get Tyus in for 30. We'll get Poole in for 29. We'll get Denny in for 31. We'll get Kuz in for 34. Omri Yuri played a little bit of backup center run. And then they just went to Kuzma. So let's give Omer Yuri 12 minutes. Actually, he played eight. That feels a little light. Let's go 10. Now, the rest of these guys. Let's get Bilal Koulibaly. In for 28. We'll get DeLon Wright barely playing now. All right, let's get Kispert in for his 25. Let's get Landry Chamay in for his 15. That leaves me 12 for DeLon Wright. That'll just have to be it. Rates I don't have to change. We'll go to the Dallas side. Oh, yeah. Actually, I didn't even think about that. Will they play Rashawn Holmes? That's a good point. Rashawn, um, they probably won't, right? Like, what's the point? They can, obviously. They can play Rashawn Holmes. Who I guess I have to get off of Dallas here? Yeah. They can play Rashawn Holmes today. I don't expect them to. But they can. In theory, Rashawn Holmes can get the 10 Eugene Omer Yuri minutes. Who knows? Now for Dallas. Luca probable, Exum out, Kyrie probable, Maxi probable, Lively out. I need to get all the new idiots onto the team. So let's get PJ Washington. Yuck. And Daniel Gafford. I put P.J. Washington back on Charlotte there, so that's smart. Let's get Gafford. And then let's pull this rotation and figure it out. So 
Dallas, first game out. Where are they hiding? They beat the shit out of OKC. You got Doncic, Kleba, Irving, Jones, and Josh Green. Let's assume they're going to do the same thing. So Maxi, I think, continues to play probably like 26 minutes a night. I'm guessing, how many minutes did we get out of Gafford? He played 17. I think 18 for Gafford makes a lot of sense. Maybe 19 for Gafford. Got 24 out of P.J. Washington. I'm going to keep that. We'll get Kyrie for 36. I'm going to get Luka for 38. We're going to get Derek Jones Jr. for 23. Get Timmy for 29. Uh, Anoush, that that's that's not how that trade happened. Wish I could remember what it is off the top of my head. Yeah, they got they got a first round pick. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was, if they got a swap or a, a future first. Yeah, they got they got a they got OKC's first this year. So they got like the I don't know twenty eighth pick in the draft. So they did get something in return. They got a better asset than Daniel Gafford, but they got OKC's first this season. All right, Josh Green got the start, played 27. I figure like 28 makes a lot of sense here. Although, yeah, I guess he could have been closing. He played, yeah. Let's get him in for 30. That leaves me 15 minutes for who? Jaden Hardy? 15 seems like a lot. So we'll go 12, hide three on Dwight Powell. Can't imagine him changing any rates here. PJ Washington certainly needs a haircut in usage, that's for sure. Gafford certainly doesn't. Uh, points props on Dallas. Luke is at 33 and a half points. How the hell do I have 39? Did I do I have the total typed in incorrectly here? 248 total. Or two no, I mean 131 implied total. This is gonna be the highest total on today's slate. What would I have to do to make Luka Doncic not project like that? That's insane. That's insane. 
Luke is about to be a problem for me, but I got to adjust rates, but I don't know what to adjust it to. Other than implying that he's not playing 38 minutes today, which, you know, he kind of does. That's that's the implication here. I can't go to 38 minutes on Luka Doncic or 36 on Kyrie. Not in this spot. And let's see. What the? Why is this not listed at Real GM yet? Guess they haven't updated. I don't know what to do with Luca. Like right now, I got him at thirty-six and a half real points. Even that's three points clear. I'm not projecting his usage rate to be below 35%, and I'm not going any lower than 36 minutes. I really don't know how to project this dude. Kyrie's points prop is 25. I'm at 28. But again, like, he's a 28% usage dude. This is tricky. When Lucas starts... Alongside Kyrie Irving. What is Luka's usage rate? 30, 36. Kyrie's is 28. That's exactly where I have these dudes. I don't know how to project these guys for less real points. Does PJ Washington have a points prop? That would be helpful. Derek Jones is at 9. I, I can't think of something less important. Josh Green's at nine. I mean, this is really, really, really tricky to me. I don't know how to make Luka Doncic not project like an outward ridiculous play. He has a 10 assist prop, so I've got that right. He's got a 9 rebound prop, so I've got that right. Kyrie at 5.5 for both of those, or around 5 for both of those? More or less. I can't cut their usage, and I can't cut anything else. So I think Luka and Kyrie are both going to project really well for me. On the Washington end, look, I really like $7,500 Kyle Kuzma. Assuming that I don't have his projection juiced in any way. 20 and a half to the over. Okay, so aggressively juiced in this one. Is that a usage thing? Is that a minutes thing? I mean, at this point, we kind of know what these dudes do, right? When Kuzma starts, Poole starts, and Tyus Jones starts. I guess I'll add Denny, too. That's I don't really care who the center is in this scenario. What the hell is Kyle Kuzma's usage rate? 
If it's anywhere near 28 and change, I don't know how to bring this dude down. Fifteen hundred minutes, thirty percent usage rate at fifty-four percent true shooting. Yeah, like I don't know how to bring him down here. I really like Kyle Kuzma today. Do I have him over projected? It seems like it. Maybe I got to give him thirty-three minutes. Even still, I like Kuzma. I like Denny. I like Bagley a little bit at 5,300, probably more than I'd like. Kind of want to take a minute away from him. I don't feels like he won't play 26 minutes, but kind of like the Washington side here. Kind of like the Washington side. Denny, Kuzma, Bagley for Dallas. I certainly like 12K Luka in this matchup. I mean, he should absolutely eviscerate Washington. And then I like Kyrie as well. I've got Luka at 1.9 fantasy points per minute in this spot. Probably going to get a ton of him. Let's close it out. Final game. Golden State in Utah. 242 total. What do we know for the Warriors today? No Chris Paul. Guy Santos is questionable. For Utah... Everybody that's normally available is available. So not a lot to bounce around here. We've got Gary Payton back now. We had no clay last time. Oh, it's going to be easier to just redo this. Steph for 34. Clay for 29. Wiggins for 28. Uh, Kaminga for 34. Draymond for 29. Did Looney not play last time out? Basically, no. Looks like it was more of a Sarich sitch. Get Sarich some run. Get Trace Jackson Dravis some run? Nope, that was blowout run with Looney, I guess. Huh. So who the hell else played center? I guess Kaminga. Uh, well. Now, nah, even still, I guess it was like a couple minutes of Kaminga. Let's slap four on Trace Jackson Davis and shift Kaminga slightly. Now we need Jemski for 32. Gary Payton, 14. Lester Quinones, 18. And then we'll hide the rest on Moses Moody. Don't have anything to move around here. I don't think. Golden State. 29 and a half real points for Curry. 16 and a half for Clay. Ooh, Clay a little Clay a little lofty. Take a minute off of Clay. What about Kaminga? 21 and a half? Perfect. Perfect. We're good here. Let's get the Utah side. Now, the Utah side will be a little bit of an issue for me um, since they're obviously a, a bit of a new-look team. They last played 
on the 8th. Uh, okay. So I'm going to reproject this Utah rotation. We got Kessler back in the starting lineup, played 27 minutes. I, I am going to give him those 27 minutes. And then who played backup center? Okay, so they went to just like a normal backup. They Okay, they did stagger John Collins. So those guys split every center minute. So we'll go to 21 there for Collins and then also bump him up to... Twenty-nine. Obviously, Markinen's just getting dropped in for thirty-four. Chris Dunn played twenty-four. Didn't close in any way. I think we maintain something in that neighborhood. Clarkson got thirty-two off the bench. I think calling it thirty-one is probably the most likely scenario. Sexton started, played twenty-four. Feels like something in that 27 range makes the most sense. Taylor Hendricks finally got the run we were looking for off the bench. Played like 16 minutes. I'm going to go 17. Which means that's where we bump up Markinen. Which kind of creates a situation where Jordan Clarkson's playing the three. We do want to get THT out there for 14 or so. Keontae George played 30. I think 28 feels about right. Now that leaves me 10 minutes. They only went to a nine-man rotation. So I'm just light somewhere. Yes, they did wave, Kevin Knox. Thank you, S&P. Hmm. I feel like hmm. don't have a great feel for where the rest of these minutes should go. Tucker Hendricks, George and Clarkson off the bench. I don't want to really push any of those guys minutes up much further. I'm going to add another guy. I'm going to hide the rest of this on Lucas Samanich for right now. Let's take a look at what this final game looks like. Golden State, not a single priority. If you're going anywhere, it's Kaminga and Clay. For Utah, I mean, Keontae George, if that's a real rate. If if we think Keontae George is playing 28 minutes today, he's he might be the best play that we've looked at today. I think Clarkson looks really good at 5,800. He has not been good as of late. Um, Kessler's certainly interesting. Laurie Markinen is certainly interesting. I'm going to try to be a little bit more pessimistic on Keontae George. But he looks really good today. Now let's run some crunches, folks, because we are at the end of it here. Hit that thumbs up. 230 people in the door. Now that the NFL season is over, we are the only show in town. So thank you guys for being here. Big nine gamer tonight. Let's run our crunches. Let's see where we stand. Thank you guys for being here.
we have optimal lineup on DK. 283.9. We have two of them at 283.9. Trey Mann, Jordan Clarkson, Scotty Barnes, Santi Aldama, Isaiah Jackson, Luca, Denny, and Keontae George. Or Mann, Vassell, Avdia, Kuzma, Jackson, Doncic, Clarkson, Keontae George. Luca in 49 of 50. Keontae George in 48 of 50. Isaiah Jackson in 45 of 50. Jordan Clarkson in 70%. DeMar DeRozan in 50%. Denny Avdia in 50%. Do I have to change Clarkson's rates? I have him for 18 and a half real points. He's at 15 and a half. So yes, I'm way high on Clarkson. We're going to rerun this. We're going to bring Clarkson down. Quite a bit here. That gets him to 17 points. That's still high. That is still high. I'm going to try that again, but I, I'm I'm still very heavy on Clarkson. But I want to see if he still maintains his spot in the optimal. Two eighty two point nine. Lineup does change, takes him out of it. Doncic, Trent, Avdia, DeRozan, Isaiah Jackson, Keontae George, Kuzma, Walker, Kessler. Still another 282.9, though, as well. What does it look like if we throw some randomness on it? Looking like Isaiah Jackson and Keontae George are at the top. And then it flattens out a little bit. Trey Mann, Denny, Kuzma. And then it really flattens out. How easy is it to get to the top of salary? All right. At this point, I'm obviously heavy on Luka. But I also think it's pretty easy to get to him. Now we look at FanDuel to close this one out. FanDuel Optimal. Three hundred one point three four. It's the optimal lineup by point two eight. Kobe White and Trey Jones, Kyrie and Quickly, Koulibaly and Demar Derozan, Bagley, Aldama, Nick Richards, Richards in all fifty. Uh, Kobe White, Quickly, Derozan, Aldama, all in the ninety percent range. Trey Jones, Scotty Barnes in the sixties. Now, when we slap a little bit of randomness on it. Looking like Kobe White, top play on FanDuel right now. And then it's really flat. Koulibaly, Jay Crowder, Nick Richards, Santi Aldama, Jeremy Sohan in the 20s. Guys, that is going to do it 
for me. I got prize picks to put out. I've got contenders to record. Strategy show with Lafayette. Deeper dive later tonight. I am not playing this slate. Um, DraftKings has the $4.150 max for 100K, and there's 100,000 entries. I'm going to take the night off for the old birthday. So, guys, love you guys. Thanks for being here. We got three more this week before we hit the All-Star break, and then I take a little bit of a hiatus for that week. So, short week, fun week. Let's have some fun today. Remember, guys, we're not talking about what we talked about today for the rest of the day. I trust you guys. I'm going to talk to you guys later. This was The Process.